Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning. My name is Promise, and you're listening to a day of prayer's morning Bible study. We're so glad you could join us, but before we get into the Word, let's open up in prayer. Lord, just thank you for today, and just thank you for cultivating a place inside of us, Lord, that you're able to plant, Lord, and make it where it's good, Lord. And Lord, also just thank you for making that your will is manifested in us, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We are excited to have you with us as we continue our study in the book of Acts. Mm -hmm. So we are this morning going over Acts 10 verses 1 through 23. Uh, again, we're, we're going to reread and discuss that. Well, we're going to discuss it. Um, if it's your first time joining us, I would ask that you pause it here, open up your Bibles and read that section so you can follow along and understand um, what the Lord is having us speak and minister uh, in this discussion. So, if everyone is ready, let's open up the floor and give each of you the opportunity to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you, and, of course, to ask any questions that you may have. So, mm-hmm. who'd like to begin? I will. All right, I promise. All right. Okay, so the Lord's mainly talking to me about... Um, the verse where it said the spirit was saying to Peter, go with these men and don't doubt them. And so the Lord um, remind me of how, if you look at a map of Jerusalem, not Jerusalem, of Israel at that time, Joppa was over 10 miles from Caesar- Caesarea. And so the Lord reminded me of how Peter didn't go, well, Lord, these people are Gentiles, and it's quite a distance away, so I'm just going to stay here and maybe write, give them, like, a scroll to read, and then say, that was good enough, and then leave it as that. And the Lord reminded me of how Mommy had said that he didn't just write them off and go, well, that's just one person I'm not going to go to, and then just leave. Mm-hmm. And how it said that he was supposed to go with them not doubting. And then the Lord reminded me of... How when Jesus appeared, that was Thomas who said, he said he didn't, he wouldn't believe until mm-hmm. he saw Jesus, until he saw Jesus with his own eyes. And so the Lord's reminding me of how with that, whenever you doubt the Lord, it's also sin. Mm-hmm. And how that, that's one of the, the like, it's all right, go ahead, sweetheart. That when you doubt the Lord, you're not you're practically handicapping him and that he's not able to move completely on your behalf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you can't handicap the Lord for me. If <laughs> nope. I believe God, he's going <laughs> to go right around you and continue on his path to me. But you can limit God in your own life by refusing to believe him and, and operating in doubt versus faith. Go ahead, darling. And so the Lord's also remind me of what the time they were in and how since Cornelius was a Roman, it was most likely that people didn't like the Romans. Mm-hmm. And how Peter wasn't sharpening his dagger and going, man, I'm going to wait till he turns it back and then stab him in it. Mm-hmm. 
And so the Lord reminded me of how that, with that, he, not holding a grudge and how that also hinders people's faith. And <laughs> when somebody's faith is hindered, the Lord's not able to move fully on their behalf. And so I was asking the Lord why, um, why the Lord had to move on Peter's behalf. And the Lord showed me that later inside of the chapter, not later, I believe it was inside of Timothy or Titus, where Paul was talking about they had to go to Peter and correct him because he was had two different standards, one with the Gentiles and one with the Jews, and how he would be pious with the Jews, and then he would be pious with the Jews, and then pretend he didn't talk to the Greek, not Greeks, the Gentiles, mm-hmm. and how with that it also tied into here and how because if Peter hadn't gone, then the oper- he. The opportunity that the Lord's going to give him wouldn't be his. And so the Lord reminded me of that. He was one of the first apostles to preach to the Gentiles. And how um, Larry said a chapter where Peter was talking to them. It said that the Gentiles were baptized with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And then the Lord also reminded me of how we were reading um, a book that mommy and dad gave us for a Bible study mm-hmm. and how it said that because the Gentiles speaking in tongues, that's how they knew that the Gentiles could receive the Holy Spirit and be Amen. saved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so the Lord is also showing that it was also important that Peter went because if, if Peter hadn't gone and preached that only Jews could be saved, then what would happen to us today? The Lord would have found another messenger. He would have gotten the message across. It wasn't all hinging on Peter, but instead it, God gave him an opportunity to be a part. The government is upon the Lord Jesus's shoulders, not ours. And every human being, the Lord has already predestined good works, meaning a place for us to cooperate in his plan and his will for us to walk alongside him and, and cooperate and he has given us a choice. So if for some reason Peter had said no, I believe the Lord would have ministered to him further to, to help him come to a place of understanding to change his heart. But if he was staunch and, you know, turned his heart to stone, if you will, before the Lord, he was hardened his heart to that degree and refused and would not, then the Lord would have brought that word through someone else. Because also remember the apostle Paul, Peter was of the first, but even, um, Philip went before him to minister to the Ethiopian who was, would be a Gentile. Um, so if for some reason one person won't do what God asked them to do, the Lord is not going to be like, Oh man, the whole thing's over. The show's over, you know, sorry guys. He has another vessel. Just like he told Elijah, you think you're the only one? No, I have many in a cave. Mm -hmm. Was it 7,000? 7,000. Who had not bowed their knee to Baal. They were chomping at the bit to be a part of God's plan, but he gave the honor to Elijah to fulfill the call that he had for him. And thankfully Elijah did, you know, to a certain degree. And then the chariot came and got him. But the Lord is not going to be thwarted in his good pleasure because he's God and he's sovereign, but he wants to give his children a choice and a chance to fulfill the place that he's given them to. So I believe God would have ministered to Peter longer if he needed it, but God, God knew him. And also, that's why it's important to be filled with the Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. (laughs) Well, so uh, I love that you brought that up because it segues perfectly into what um, the Lord is showing me, right? Mm -hmm. If we go back to the beginning of of Acts chapter 10, right? 
the whole, uh, I'll say event, vision that Cornelius saw and what was spoken, right? Mm-hmm. It should, well, there's a couple things there. It should bring some things to our remembrance. However, let's also denote that he explained everything to those two servants and his devout soldier who went to mm-hmm. go get um to go get peter right Mm -hmm. yes um (laughs) what was said he says um so cornelius we see in here right in verse four fixes his gaze on this angel from the lord right after praying to the lord as in verses two and three and he says his first question is what is it lord and he said to him your prayers and alms have ascended as a memorial before god Mm -hmm. does that sound familiar to anyone? Mm-hmm. Where? Um, when I read it, remind me of leave Enoch. No. About How about Daniel? Daniel oh, chapter right. 10. When the angel was bringing starting the Starting in verse 10, right? Then behold, a hand touched me and set me trembling on my hands and knees. And he said to me, O Daniel, man of high esteem, understand the words I'm about to tell you and stand upright, for I have now been sent to you and when he had spoken this word to me i stood up trembling then he said to me do not be afraid daniel for from the first day that you set your heart to understand this and on humbling yourself before your god your words were heard and i have come in response to your words Amen. so this is i'll say very similar uh in this i'll say the the event in the sequence of events right Daniel, yes. who is in captivity, he's, he's clearly he's Jewish, and in captivity, and now you have Cornelius, who is, um, you could argue, is one of the occupiers or captors, right? That was ta- that was occupying uh, Israel at the time. But what's what's similar there? Their faith, their hope, their trust in the Lord, right? Mm-hmm. And the Lord responds in, in a similar manner to both. As soon as they had set themselves to know, to understand, to receive understanding, the Lord sent them a way in which they would understand. For Daniel was just an angel. And for Cornelius, it was, hey, go get, go get Peter. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, again, yes. honey, you, were, you brought up about how the Lord, through the Holy Spirit, would have ministered to Peter. Well, Cornelius sent his, um, excuse me, his servants, and he had told them everything that happened. So there is no doubt in my mind that they would have shared those things with Peter, who should have a heard and understood, right from just from his time in walking with the Lord. And now I'll say, in addition to that, he has the Holy Spirit to bring discernment, as. We all should to explain those things to us, right? Hey, this yes. is exactly how the Lord, not always, but one of the ways in which he moves and operates. So we can understand. And then both from, from different aspects, from Cornelius to receive what was needed and required, mm-hmm. which as you brought up promise, was ultimately for him and his whole household to be saved and to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, Right? And for Peter to be the messenger of that, right? 
Yes. The vessel that brings that message, which is an honor because mm-hmm. it was it's not required. It, right, the Lord didn't owe that to Peter. Peter had a role and opportunity to, I'll say, act in accordance and alignments with the Lord and his leading at that moment. Mm-hmm. Or, yes, it could have been bypassed. He could have forfeited that. Mm-hmm. Just like we, yes. we uh, I think we also brought up with Esther long ago, right? About Mordecai stating to her, hey, the Lord chose you for, who knows, if the Lord chose you for such a time as this. But don't worry, deliverance is going to come from the Lord one way or another, right? You have this, oppor- what I'm paraphrasing, but what he's saying is, you have this opportunity now. But if you don't take it, the Lord will just, he'll, he'll provide the deliverance another way. <laughs> right? So, yes. let's be, I'll say, mindful of those things, spiritually minded and spiritually mindful of the things the Lord is doing in our lives and in the lives of others, but also what he wants to do and how he wants to use us. Mm-hmm. Amen? Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. So, yeah, so that, I, I like where you're going with that because um, I had something similar. So, oh, hallelujah. Um, yeah, yeah, awesome. So I also wanted to encourage our listeners. So um, first off, remember that this, this Bible study is um, not meant to uh, replace your participation in a church right amen. Um, amen find a body that you can connect to if not you can reach out to the the ministry we'll find you some, we'll find a way to find somebody there be there's, <laughs> there's international contacts available here amen. wherever you are in the world we can find a place for you to plug into where you can be part of a fellowship of believers that will encourage you and lead you along um so that mm-hmm. that you can learn and mm-hmm. you can grow mm-hmm. um and one of the ways we do that is um as we meet together and we share these things um, with each other, we, we consider things we hadn't before, mm-hmm. and the Lord can speak to us through those. So um, I promise you shared uh, the comparison of Peter in his response to the Holy Spirit to go with the men versus um, where he was admonished by, um, <clears throat> by Paul for his um, desire to... Uh, uh, be ashamed, as it were, of the Gentiles or the uncircumcised and to hang out with the Jews. And um, he got called out for that. And so as you said that, I went, wow, that's, that's a really good contrast there. And then I started thinking about that deeper into what that, what that looks like. And it even kind of ties into Esther. Mm-hmm. So in the uh, example where he is obedient to the Holy Spirit and goes with the men that were sent, to him, were sent by Cornelius, he... Um, had been spending time with the Lord. He was deep in his relationship with the Lord, mm-hmm. and he was isolated. He wasn't with others. And at the time where he was not so in alignment with what the Lord was saying, he was under the influence of men. Mm. So, so it's, it's extremely important for us to be very careful who we hang out with. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very important for you as a listener to search out the Scriptures and see if the things that we're saying are so, and mm-hmm. the Lord is confirming them, did not take... Mm-hmm. The voice of man take the voice of the holy spirit that's what you can have faith in that's what you can believe Amen. in that's what you can trust in that's what you can have hope in Amen. it is not in men right and you contrast that to esther as you just brought up right so the the men the people the human mm-hmm. beings that she was associated with were in step with the lord so they were only confirming 
and bringing that to bear. So who you hang out with, what you listen to is extremely important. And you are responsible to search the scriptures out, to bring it before the Holy Spirit and have him confirm what it is that you're hearing and need to listen to. Mm -hmm. Amen to that. Amen, amen, amen. Uh, The scripture says, evil company corrupts good manners. And the Lord said, a little leaven leavens the whole lump. Beware of bad leaven. So, Yes. (laughs) Amen Mm -hmm. to that. And I I love that she brought back personal accountability. You know, we, we sometimes take that little perched position that says, well, if the Lord wants it to happen, it'll happen. No. <laughs> he wants, he wishes that none should perish, mm-hmm. but all should come to repentance. But yet some choose to perish. I heard a really good analogy I love. It was at a, a men's Bible study with some guys. And um, what, are, what are some of our weapons of spiritual warfare? What's, what's one of our weapons? The sword the of the spirit. Sword of the spirit, yes. And how God. do you hold on to a sword? Well, it depends. Mm-hmm. Oh, usually with your hand, right? Yeah, usually with hand. Okay. One or two, depending on the, okay. the size so, of the weapon. So yep. if, 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 if there's a weapons or combat expert in the room, it would be you, right, John? Mm-hmm. Potentially, yeah. Poten- potentially, <laughs> yes, right? So um, would you ever consider holding a sword with just one finger and trying to fight a battle? Absolutely not. What would happen if you did? <laughs> Nothing. It would fall on the ground. You couldn't yeah, even to, get it. Well, you, but let's say you could hold it. What would happen if somebody... It came beat. at you with a sword, and you use your sword to defend yourself. You're gonna, it's going to get knocked out of your hands very quickly. Yeah. So what and happens then, if the only <laughs> way you're getting God's word, right, which mm-hmm. is a sword, right? Mm-hmm. right? Yes. If you're only holding one finger, if you're only listening to a preacher tell you what God's word says, right? Mm-hmm. Look at the ways that you can increase that, right? Are you spending private time in that? Are you getting it from a pastor? Are you getting it from... Um, a group at your church? Are you listening to podcasts and other things? Are you mm-hmm. using things like the interlinear to help you expand? And so now, now that's five different ways to do that. Now you've got your firm, full grip mm-hmm. on God's word, right? Mm-hmm. Then you mm-hmm. can rightly use that sword to defend yourself or to attack mm-hmm. or whatever that you may do with that. But one finger, it ain't going to work. That's so right. It's never what one person is saying or one source is saying. That's right. It's it's always Holy Spirit confirmed. And, you know, just as you said that, I, in, in another podcast, Live in the Messiah's Love, I was just talking about the weapons of our warfare are not for us to fight against God, mm-hmm. and they're not for us to fight, fight against people. Those weapons are to fight against the adversary, to defend against the attacks of the adversary, to go on the offensive and take the territory that God has given us. So I appreciate that um, that illustration Dean, and that, that admonishment to encourage us. And, you know, remember that God is on our side. We're not fighting him. That doesn't make sense. You know, we think that, though. Like, you, I'm, the amount of Christians that think we're supposed to attack heaven with our prayers, when why do you attack your own home? Makes no sense. That's insane. Or, you know, while we're, we're putting our hand firmly around the word, we also have to be in agreement with God's word. We can't use our word to subvert the will and the plan of God. Amen. As you, you mentioned, LaCharles, we can't use the word or, you know, deliver the message and taint it and, you know, put our own fleshly context in it to try to get our own will or to stop the plan of God. But think, I'm doing it, Lord. I'm st- I still said it, you know, mm-hmm. even though I said it wrong or I added extra to it or I took something away from it. So just all of those things, you know, rightly, rightly dividing the word is also another mm-hmm. firm grip 
and to actually use the weapon where it's designed to be used and how it's designed to be used because you cannot hack God with his own word, which is why we said, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the enemy bringing the word to the word made no sense. That's why we need Holy Spirit. So I appreciate that, Dean. Absolutely. And uh, one thing I want to add to that with the, the weapons, of course, you find them in Ephesians 6, right? But I want us to take a, a, and I talked about this and actually funny that you bring that up for your for the mm-hmm. Living the Messiah's Love podcast, honey, because mm-hmm. uh, the Lord had me talk about it in the Matters of Life podcast also. Mm-hmm. Our weapons, and of course, there there are many, but even if we just looked at Ephesians 6, right, um, verses 10 through, I'll say 18, there's the full armor of God listed, right? Mm-hmm. Many times we kind of lose focus or we tend to focus onto the actual weapons themselves, right? There's the helmet, there's, right, as um, there's a shield, there's all these different things. But let's look at what those are. There's truth, right? It's gird your loins with truth. Well, truth is a weapon. The breastplate of righteousness. Righteousness is a weapon. And just to, to continue going down, there's the gospel of peace. There's the sword of the spirit. Salvation is a weapon. Mm-hmm. Right, we instead of looking at the actual, I'll say, pieces of armor, those are also weapons. Those are the things that shield us, and weapons can be both defensive and offensive as well. Mm-hmm. So let's fully understand the weapons that the Lord's given us, and it requires us not just to put it on, but then when we understand all these different weapons and I'll say pieces of our armor. Mm-hmm. that we've been given in prayer well. that's verse mm-hmm. 18 right with all prayer and petition pray at all times in the spirit the spirit is a weapon and let's let's continue to it's not just about putting them on it's about walking in them and we are to walk in the spirit be led at all times in the spirit right and as this says pray prayer and petition pray at all times in the spirit and be on the alert right so mm-hmm. there's a diligence required but we have mm-hmm. been already been given these weapons. As soon as you received your salvation, you already were given the full armor of God. I would just encourage you to walk in it. Amen. 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 All right. Well, let's pause there for today. And uh, with that, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, LaCharles. Lord, we just thank you for your infinite wisdom and knowledge, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you that we cannot understand it, Lord. And, Lord, we also just thank you for everything that you're doing in our lives, Lord, and that it's only the work of you, Lord, and that we see the goodness of you, Lord, daily, Lord. And, Lord, we also just thank you for the opportunity to be light and salt to those around us, Lord, and that we get to bear your truth that you have given us to others, Lord, to help save them, Lord. But, Lord, we also know it's you who does that, not our own flesh, Lord. And, Lord, we also just thank you for your plan and that your plan is perfect and is not lacking anything, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. And amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. We hope you've enjoyed listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through A Day of Prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select partner. Complete the form and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you.
Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.